You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods, hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. Shift gears and wrap up the show with a segment that I certainly enjoy I want to have a temperature check, and we're going to do this one on one of the most intriguing players for the Knicks' upcoming season, shooting guard Quentin Grimes. Uh, the third-year uh, wing has been posting videos displaying his ball handling and his shot creation during runs at the University of Houston, which is, of course, his alma mater. He also uh, posted a picture of him getting pointers from another than former NBA shooting guard and current ESPN analyst J.J. Redick, who then on his podcast said that uh, Grimes, he believes, could be one of those players in the running for most improved player this season. So, Tommy, I know you said on Twitter and you've written about uh, Grimes and, and, and the thought that he could be a player that you could buy stock in this year. Why do you feel that way? Grimes? Yeah. Um, you know, one other thing on the uh, waking up early, um, women's U.S. Uh, world, their, their World Cup match Sunday at 5 a.m. So you can get practice um, waking up early and, and watching this Sunday. Um, but yeah, as, as far as Grimes goes, um, you know, first of all, I think it's important to remember, you know, he didn't play well in the uh, in the um, postseason. Um, struggled a little bit, obviously was coming off an injury and, and didn't look 100% and, and wasn't himself. But he closed out the season incredibly, incredibly strongly. Um, final nine regular season games, averaged 21.9 points, 4.2 rebounds, 3.8 assists, 4.8 made three-pointers while shooting over 54% from the floor, 48% from downtown. Um, he was second in the NBA in most three-pointers made over the final 10 games of the season. Only Steph Curry made more. Um, and one other thing, he's not he's obviously not on Team USA, but he was selected as as part of the um, uh, he was team. A, a, a member of the USA Select Team, which means he'll yep. train with Team USA as they prepare um, to go overseas and, and, and compete. Um, so that's all, a lot of players have talked about that, how that's a good experience, kind of an eye-opening experience. And I'm, and I'm sure that's one of the reasons why he's in, um, you know, he's been training a lot, um, as we've seen. Um, yeah. Again, I, I don't try to make too much of the, you know, the uh, the highlight tapes um, because every player in the NBA, every player, you know, on in a, on a Division One, you know, the eighth guy on on a Division One team um, can put together, you know, play some pickup games and look incredible um, or, yeah. or do some drills, and you know, it's, you, you'd, you'd be stunned at, at how you know the, the skill set and the athleticism, um, and the accuracy, et cetera, when you're shooting balls um, in a gym by yourself. Uh, but that being said, I just there, um, and I thought JJ Reddick, you know, put it well. He basically said, if the Knicks don't make a trade and kind of come back as as currently constituted, Grimes could give them another five regular season wins and really help them in the playoffs. Um, you know, he talked about his, uh, you know, his, his highly competitive, highly energetic, the way he fits on the team, fits on the roster. Um, you know, we've talked about the Knicks' ability to kind of add a three point shooter. Well, 
Grimes didn't get a lot of open looks, didn't get a lot of opportunities to shoot and score, especially early in the season when he first replaced Fournier in the starting lineup. He was more content, and he still will be going forward to kind of just be their defensive ace, um, guard the other team's best perimeter player, and you know if and you know kind of catch the crumbs, uh, you know uh, that that whenever Randall you know didn't feel like shooting or Brunson got tired right. or, or 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 Barrett you know already shot eighteen times, then they they find Grimes for an open three. Um, but hopefully this year they'll try to run more screens, more pin downs play calls and make it a priority to feed Grimes early in the game, kind of stretch that defense out, which is only going to benefit Randall, which is only going to benefit Brunson when he goes to work in his office. Um, if teams have to stay attached, if defenders have to stay attached uh, to Grimes, um, either in the corner uh, or, or foul line extended, uh, you know, at the break for above the break threes, um, it's just going to benefit the team as a whole. So I, I hope Tibbs kind of makes that a priority going into next season. Yeah. Quinn Grimes, to me, it feels so much like an X factor uh, yeah. for for this Knicks team, and I think you put the nail on the head when it comes to the Knicks players have to actually try to feature him. Like it's so tough because there's one basketball, and Knicks actually have a pretty damn talented team. Like you know, we can actually say that, which is kind of crazy. But like the Knicks have a lot of guys that can score. They got Brunson, they got Randall, they got Barrett, they got Emmanuel quickly. So. Uh, Grimes almost sometimes I think almost because he's like the defender I think they kind of forget that he can score so right. like they're like oh he's the guy that's hustling and defending so we can get our shots off but it's like well you know you need to get him shots too uh he may be the best shooter on this team he's a guy who can attack the rim uh, especially on these straight line drives when he's uh when people are closing out he's very aggressive he's very athletic at the rim like there's an uh, offensive benefit to him getting shots. In fact, there were great numbers last season. I don't remember the record, but when Grimes got X amount of shots or X amount of score, X amount of points, the Knicks record was very, very good. So um, I think one of the things for the Knicks to focus on next season and for Tibbs to focus on is to find a way to get Grimes involved. And I thought him working out with J.J. Redick, again, I don't care as much about the videos per se, but who you're connecting with, I do care about. And I think him... Connecting with J.J. is interesting because J.J. was great moving without the ball, great on pin downs, great on curls. Yeah. And that's not something we've really seen from Quentin Grimes' game. It's not, it's not something we really seen in the Knicks' offense. The Knicks play a kind of a standard kind of five-out type of current NBA offense that tries to then, you know, get mismatches and get switches on their top guys, Brunson and Randall, and let those guys work. That's essentially uh, their offense. They throw a lot of pick and roll in with Mitchell Robinson as kind of the centerpiece of that five-out, four-out kind of offense. Like, we, the whole pin-down, floppy-type action, like, that's stuff that they don't have really in their offense. It's not something that we've seen Quentin Grimes really do, but you would think that that's something he should be able to do. And it's something you think should be in Tibbs' bag. Tibbs was on the staff that had Ray Allen uh, <laughs> during that uh, Celtics run, you know. So he's coached players like that before. So maybe, maybe that's something that Tibbs sent him to. Like, you never know. Maybe he said, "Hey, it'd be nice for you to talk to a guy like JJ." You know, JJ played for Stan Van Gundy, who I know has a relationship with Tom Thibodeau. So maybe there's a connection there. That would be fascinating if they do find a way to maybe get him involved in that way because. When you have Jalen Brunson and you have Randall, it's hard to say I'm going to take the ball out of those guys' hands and give it to anybody else because they're so good. But if you run plays for guys to get get them involved, and that's a way to force the Brunsons and Randalls and the RJs to give them the ball too. Right. You know, if you're kind of running your kind of basic sets where it's kind of just reading react kind of play, 
it's easy for a guy like Grimes, I think, given his role, to kind of get lost. So uh, I think it's gonna be uh, it, uh, it's gonna be important for Tibbs as well to find a way to get Grimes involved because when he scores, the Knicks win. Yeah, and one reason to be optimistic that that is likely, you know, could happen is Fournier was successful his first year here. Set a you know set a franchise yes, record. Yes, that's true. For made three pointers, um, got plenty of looks. Him and Randall had a nice little chemistry. Had a nice little uh, one-two man. Um, you know, game that they worked on. They kind of fed off each other a little bit. So, uh, you know, if there is a reason for optimism, that's one. I know one thing. I want to see Grimes in terms of things to improve on. Um, he's got to get – I don't know if it's – I think he does have to have a better handle, but it may even just be more confidence in his ball handling. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times we've seen him get trapped yes. and have court yep. and lose the ball or uh, just lose the ball in traffic. Yep. For if you get if you watch that video, if you want to talk about guys, you know, making a video to make themselves look great. I mean, you would have thought Quentin Grimes could play for the Harlem Cold Tribes, but he was right. dribbling the basketball. Like that is not the player we see when Definitely. we watch him play for the Knicks. So um hopefully he's really, really working on his handle because and that to me is a missing element from him as an offensive player. Definitely. You know, Penetrating into the paint will, you know, uh, will prevent guys from closing out too hard. And also, heaven forbid, the Knicks have somebody else that can take the ball up the floor um, instead of right. runs to go ninety-four feet against constant pressure, night after night after night. You know, in a playoff series, etc. Um, having somebody that can kind of alleviate that pressure would certainly benefit the team. Yeah, we really saw that in those last two games in that yes. series against Miami, where Emmanuel quickly was out. Yes. And Jalen Brunson played almost 48 minutes in both games. He played 48 minutes in game five and played, I think, 46 in game six. And you saw, you know, whether it was Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, Kyle Lott, whoever it was, hounding him 94 feet. And nobody else on the Knicks could bring the ball up the court. And whenever they did, it was almost like it was going to be a turnover. Like, it was that tenuous. So, yes, if you're going to have a backcourt mate uh, for Brunson, it would be helpful if they could handle the ball a little bit. Grimes has mentioned that. He was a, he's talked a bunch about how he was a point guard in high school and he has point guard instincts. We never see them when he's playing. I gotta be honest, you know, we don't, we don't see that. So um, hopefully that's one aspect of his game. He's definitely working on because it, it, it just, it gives you a wrinkle in your offense because if you can come up on a set and not have Brunson have to start the offense where maybe he's got to make a pass, then run through three or four guys and then get the ball back to then run the play like that saves energy for him too. If he can, give the ball to somebody else and move the ball off the court or not having it have to be Randall. Cause that's the other thing. If it's not Jalen Brunson, there's sometimes Julius Randall and that could be a very hit or miss deal. Sometimes it's fine. There are other times where he could be very turnover prone too. So um, I, I think Grimes, the, the, the handling is something that I think is going to be a, a big part of his game. One thing that I think I've seen bubble up that has surprised me a little bit. And I guess uh, I definitely want to shout out. Let's talk Knicks, by the way, I was on their Twitter space. This past uh, this week, actually earlier this week, um, it's it's recorded. So if you want to check it out, you can. But I, I've seen this conversation bubble up, bubble up everywhere, and we had the conversation there on the space as well about a potential competition at the shooting guard spot. Like there are some that think that maybe Dante Tivincenzo would be a better fit to start next to Jalen Brunson, given the chemistry that they had at uh, Villanova. They won a national championship together, and perhaps maybe that would allow. Uh, grinds maybe more shot opportunities coming off the bench do you think there should be any kind of competition between divincenzo and uh grimes no i think i i prefer grimes to kind of stick in that that starting lineup um one divincenzo show that he can play well off the bench probably a little bit more accustomed to it um after doing so last season for golden state knicks played their best ball 
um, after moving Grimes into the uh, into the starting lineup. I think he's a great fit alongside Brunson. Yes, Brunson and, and DiVincenzo. I think DiVincenzo was actually one of his groomsmen. Um, if you look at the yes, list, he was. Yeah. I, it, well, yeah, yeah. I was. I don't. I wasn't sure if that was confirmed or not. Um, but um, but yeah, I just think um, in terms of. Grimes' defensive ability, a little bit stronger, a little bit taller, um, you know, than, than DiVincenzo, a little bit more of a force defensively. DiVincenzo is a good, uh, good defender as well. Um, but, you know, just in terms of the way the Knicks play, um, you know, obviously, you know, Grimes' ability um, to, you know, they can experiment with that a little bit here and there, play those guys together, maybe, uh, you know, splice up their minutes a little bit. And, and, and DiVincenzo and Brunson will definitely share the floor together. Yeah. Uh, just because of, primarily because of uh, DiVincenzo's versatility. He can play the two. He can play point, you know, shift Brunson off the ball. He can play the three yeah. um, in a pinch, you know. So there's, there's you know, there's a lot that he can do. Um, good rebounder, et cetera. So um, all those guys will share the floor together. But in terms of starting the game, um, I prefer to have Grimes on the floor. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think you made good points about uh, DiVincenzo and his ability to be versatile, which is actually why I actually like him on the bench because I think about Emmanuel quickly and I think what makes him great is he can also be super versatile. And I think what can make them a very dangerous pair is that you could have Dante DiVincenzo bring the ball up and, and IQ playing off the ball or IQ can play the ball. He's playing off the ball. Like they're both terrors defensively and they both, they're both kind of the same size and they're both switchable defensively as well. Like I think if you put Dante in the starting lineup, you kind of lose that with Jalen Brunson. Right. Also, I, you're like you said, you're a little smaller, like, Dante can guard the guys his size fine. I wouldn't have an issue with that for the most part. But when you get to play some of the bigger shooting guards in the NBA, if you're guarding a Zach Levine, if you're guarding some of these guys, like Quinn Grimes takes those matchups, and he is the best Knicks on-ball defender. Yes. So if you're going to tell me you're going to start games against some of these high into like Anthony Edwards, and I, I'm kind of starting at a kind of a handicap because not only is, you know, Grimes on the bench, but so is also Josh Hart. We assume Josh Hart – is coming off the bench in the center as well because RJ Barrett starting at three. I, I don't like that. I want to have one of my best defenders out there to start the game immediately. Um, and I think Quentin Grimes is, is the best on the ball defender on the Knicks. So that's one of the also the main reasons why I wanted to start because Jalen Brunson, we know, uh, great leader, great point guard overall, great at giving up his body to take charges, not a great overall defender. So if you're going to try to find a way to mask him, the best way to do that is to give a guy, have a guy out there like, like Grimes who can guard either position. Um, and when you play against the lineups that are, are a little bigger in the backcourt, he can take those matchups on and not give up as much size. Agreed. Yeah, I just think in, in terms just the kind of the fit together, um, it just makes a lot of sense to, to kind of not want, not mess with what has worked. Um, and, and again, I think there's a lot of untapped potential there in Grimes, um, giving him an opportunity to kind of take his game to the next level. I think with in order for the Knicks, and we'll talk about it a bunch as we hit August, so these are kind of like the dog days of NBA podcasting. Like, I think when we get to this season and we think about people's numbers, I think for the Knicks to be the best team they can be, I think there are going to be some guys that you're going to have to see an uptick in their numbers. I think like Quinn Grimes, 
And there are some guys you may need to see kind of a, a downtick in their numbers. And it doesn't mean a downtick in efficiency or rather effectiveness, but um, it could be an increase in efficiency, but downtick in totals um, like a Julius Randle, maybe even like an RJ Barrett, dare I say. Like, I, I don't know if if you, you got two guys that two guys averaging 24 points a game, another guy averaging essentially 20 points a game. It doesn't really give a lot of wiggle room for other points to be scored and you feel like these other guys on the team we saw Obi top get misused we saw grimes uh get misused or not be utilized as much as he could have been in the offense you feel like these guys can give more and if you have a more balanced team you become more dangerous because in the postseason we know at the end of the day it's going to come down to randall and brunson like those are the guys that are going to bring you home regardless but in the regular season they're gonna have to share the trigger a little bit more i think grimes is a guy you saw him average 11 points last year I think I'd like to see him up to around, you know, 13, 14, maybe even 15 points. And that means, again, Randall's averaging a little less. Brunson's averaging a little less. Uh, Barrett's averaging a little less. I think that's better for the team. Yeah, to- totally. To- better for the team long run. Better for the team. It's duration throughout the marathon regular season. And the other thing to keep in mind is we're deciding now whether IQ's worth $100 million, $80 million, $105 million, $90 million. The next summer, we're going to have to have the same conversation about Grimes. So let's see if he can handle an increased workload, increased, increased opportunities, if he can maintain that efficiency, et cetera. Yeah. And a great example is the Miami Heat again. And I, I look, I hate the Miami Heat as a basketball fan, the NBA fan, the Knicks fan. But like, no, there's no doubt like, the, like what they do works. And like Gene Butler's a guy in the regular season averaged 19 points a game. <laughs> like, you know, this is a, well, not a guy averaging 25, getting 50 the way he was against the Bucs and against the uh, way he was killing the Celtics, like those big games he wasn't having, but it allowed those other guys on the team to gain confidence, to to feel like they're part of the team. So when the playoffs happen and Jimmy Butler's hurt, or maybe he's not having a great game, guess what? Caleb Martin can, can borderline almost become a conference finals MVP. I think he should have won it against Boston. You could have Duncan Robinson, who hasn't played much, but when he's played, he's been utilized while coming and play with confidence. You have Gabe Vincent come out there and play with confidence. So for the Knicks to be as good as they can in the regular season, assuming the postseason, you got to get these guys this experience and this chance in the regular season. And maybe you may lose some games because of it, but I think you'll be better off once you get to that final uh, destination, of course, NBA playoff basketball where they're trying to get. We haven't gone in a while now. They got to the second round. Now, can they get to that conference finals? Can they get to that final four? Um, Quentin Grimes is going to be a big piece if they are able to do that.